If you want to weigh in on this week's podcast, just call us at 573-CAST-MCU. That's 573-227-8628. Leave a message there, and we'll be able to use it on next week's podcast. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, Episode 4. Tonight, we will be, uh, did I say tonight? It was like, uh, tonight. Tonight. Um, so, t- tonight, we will be recapping the episodes 13 and 14 of Season 1 of Agents of Shields. That is Trax and Tahiti, respectively. Yeah, so, but um, they're, they're separated by weird periods, kind of like S.H.I.E.L.D., so... yeah. Tracks is all like an angronym. It's an angronym. Is it's, it an acronym that makes you angry? It's an yeah. Okay, it's an acronym that just pisses me off. Because they never explain what they are, <laughs> so I call them angronyms. <laughs> when I don't know what it is, it's an angronym. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna go over some Marvel news first, and then we're gonna get into the spoilery review and discussion of. Uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 13 and 14, and then we're going to go into just some more Marvel Cinematic Universe talk, where we're going to just spoil everything up till that has been on the screen up till now, and including possibly some comics talk. So pretty, pretty much everything we just think of. Whatever we we take we take our filters off completely. <laughs> what is a filter? So news news. New news. New news. Or the old news. We talked about news last week, but let's get some new news. What, let's uh, just kind of talk about some things. What you got on the, on the old, docket there, old Jeff? Old, new, and new, new news. Yeah. Um, old news. Nanu, nanu. I guess I guess old news is stuff that, like, I posted it on our Facebook page, like, the day after we recorded last say, week. Yeah, I guess Something that's pretty like that. old. Six days old. That's I mean, no good. No good. What are you doing with your life? I'm sorry. I mean, that's the first. I'm chronologically speaking, that's the that's the first one. Okay. Well, let's go with the biggest. What's the biggest news we got this week? Mm, Black Panther and Captain Marvel movies have been, I I officially talked about. They've they've been <laughs> certainly confirmed to be wanted to do by Feige. He he confirmed him in a way that was like they're they're gonna happen, guys. Like I really want to do these, so they're gonna happen because I'm Marvel head honcho. Yeah, and he's got this grand vision of everything, and I'm guessing Black Panther and Captain Marvel are gonna be in there. I feel like those two particularly. Everyone's talking about they need a woman superhero, and everyone's talking about they need a black superhero. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's true. I, every, every, almost every like podcast and website I've, I've listened to about talking about Marvel, they're like, "Why? Why is it all white males so far?" Um, and so, uh, in the lead, in the lead role, yeah, okay. Um, is, is okay. What, obviously, we have Nick Fury, we have Black Widow, we have Falcon. Um, so there's a small a bit of diversity, but they're always background characters or secondary characters. Um, they uh, but but in in all of that that I've heard, I've heard a lot of people bring up those two characters, um, Black Panther, and um, and Ms. Marvel or Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain She's Marvel. been through so many names. She's been like yeah, Warbird. So, but given his level of uh, 
given his level of uh, interest, uh, his, he's saying, those are things I want to do. I wonder how much of that is like part of the grand plan. Like They talk about how, how they have so many years of movies planned out. Yeah. I wonder how much of that is part of that plan already, or how much of that is just like, well... Everyone has is saying we need to do these so we don't seem racist or, or well, uh, sexist. <laughs> those two, those two are really, really big Avengers in like okay every Avengers comic. Like um, Black Panther is, as far as I remember, he's one of the Illuminati. Like he controls one of the Infinity Stones after the Infinity War and everything. Like yeah, I don't know anything about that. So. Okay, well, well, let's not talk too much about that until yeah. we talk comics. Like because... he's a, he's a big deal, and Miss Marvel. Like she's she's a field team leader, and like she was part of um, part of the creation of the Mighty Avengers, which was after Civil War, um, when okay. registration was like gotcha. a go. Oh, again, I don't want to go too much in comics talk because I don't I, I I I don't mind being spoiled on comics because I feel like generally they make the things they make Marvel Cinematic Universe so that you never know for sure what they're gonna do. Yeah, um, which. I was actually upset this week because they came out and announced um, that uh, I believe it was Feige. It may not have been. Um, it was announced, probably Feige. <laughs> announced that um, he announces everything. Falcon uh, will not be becoming Captain America anytime soon. Which um, in the comics recently, Falcon took up the shield and became Captain America. Has but, that happened already? I don't, uh, I don't know that that's I'm happened sure. already. I think it's it's been announced. I know that much, but I don't know that it's actually it happened. I thought it had. Because I think the, the Cap storyline had already ended. Um, I don't know. But anyway. We'll find out. Falcon's taking up the shield as Cap. And in previous uh, incarnations, uh, others have taken up the shield. And so they, I was thinking that uh, it might be nice to have multiple possibilities. But they said that you know he will not be taking up the shield as well, Cap anytime soon. Sebastian Stan has signed on for nine more movies. So they got Winter Soldier. Yeah, they got to run through that because they got to run through Bucky being Captain America yeah. for a well, while. See, again, um, I don't think that uh, they have to do no, they things have to. the way they do in the Marvel Cinematic or the the six one six universe. They have to. <laughs> you saw what happened when they tried to change the Mandarin. Like, what kind of outlash happened? Yeah, no one I knew was mad at all. Okay, I think you don't know one, the right people. One guy, one guy I knew. <laughs> was it me? No, uh, but now I know you were. Uh, my buddy Dave <laughs> was a little upset with the way they treated the Mandarin. Oh, I hated that. Um, they fixed it though. They fixed they it. They did. They did fix it. The, I just don't care at all. <laughs> um, I do care in the sense that, um, and this is the reason my buddy Dave was upset by the whole thing. Um, I thought they did a genius job with what they did with Ben Kingsley, but um, the reason. Uh, he, I think he was upset. Is he was scared that and, and guy who's directed? Who's the guy who directed? Shane Black. No. Um, yeah. N- Iron Man one and two. Oh, uh, Favreau. Favreau. Yes. Uh, John. John Favreau uh, had said that he didn't believe that magic should be part of this world that they were creating. Yeah. Um, and so that upset Dave because Dave watches, reads the comics, and that's all over the comics. There's magic. Um, so. Uh, the Mandarin's a magic character. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, which is coming the now. The Sorcerer Supreme. Um, so, so John Favreau, who's who's kind of the originator of this whole universe in a way. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. He definitely was. He was part. He he directed the first film. He didn't believe that there should be magic in the universe. So he, uh, Dave was upset by that. My my, and I, and I can understand being upset by that. 
but I don't I don't care about specific characters. Like they're they're going the magic route now, so like that's never, no longer an issue. Um, we we think who knows what they'll do. Well, from what I've read, they're supposed to be trying to um, explain away the magic in a way that's like this scientific explanation obviously covers this thing that is magic because i mean like in thor when she said that you know magic is just science that we don't understand yet yeah and technically the mandarin just had alien technology that he could understand in all of the rings it wasn't really magic is that what it was yeah okay he found a crashed alien ship in a random valley that was forbidden to go into. Interesting. That would be really interesting to bring in now. Yeah. And I wonder if they will. I wonder if that one shot was just a nice way of nodding to the fans to say, uh, you don't have to worry. We got your back. We don't got worry your back. About it. We, 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 we're retconning it nicely. But I wonder if they'll ever go back to it and touch on it. Yeah, they might. They might. They I might. hope they do. Mandarin's been a big piece of Iron Man, like, yeah, kind of I'm I'm, I'm worried about what where Iron Man's going because I, I don't I don't know how much more uh, Robert Downey Jr. has in him. Not from an age perspective, just I don't know how many more he's gonna do. Yeah, um, you don't know if he wants to do any more. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like um, Steve Rogers, Chris Evans yeah. has said that he wants to shift his focus to directing. Yeah, he said he doesn't. Outside he's of contractual obligations, he doesn't really. But want he also to act keeps anymore. saying how great he, how much he loves doing the Marvel movies. Yeah. No. So I would love to see him, you know, change his mind and come back one day. Right. Just keep going. Because I really like him as as Cap. Yeah, I mean, Steve Rogers came back. True. And then was just like, you know True. what, Bucky, you need to have the role. I kind of hate that. All the, I, I mean, there's no, there's no getting around it. And doing a podcast about it, you got to talk about it, but. I, I hate knowing what, when contracts are up. I know, um, right? I really do. Like, <laughs> I like being surprised. Some people don't mind spoilers, but I really love... Uh, I love surprise. All of my favorite moments from all the television shows that I love the most have always been the moments that just, like, completely turn the show on their head and, like, right. blow my... Just blow my mind. Kind of um, like what happened on these episodes that we're going to talk about. Yeah. We will be talking about very shortly. Yep. Um... So let's kind of breeze through a few more big pieces of news because we've kind of talked about very little news for a long time. (laughs) Um, Deborah Ann Wool, who has been on True Blood for a good hot minute as Jessica, um, she's going to be on Daredevil on the um, Marvel Netflix series of Daredevil. She's going to be his main love interest, Karen Page. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily new news because... I had been reading that she was going to be in it for a while, and then recently a, a bunch of articles started cropping up like, oh my god, she's going to be in Daredevil, and this is her talking about transitioning the role. And I'm like, I've read this for a while. Like, has nobody reported on it? Like, has nobody read these other articles? <laughs> so I guess it's news. Okay. Who did she play in True Blood? Do you know? Uh, she was Jessica, um, the spawn of Bill Compton. Or Spawn, oh, the okay. progeny of Bill Compton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, I, uh, and I've watched the first three seasons. The Hot Redhead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've watched the first three seasons of True Blood, and uh, I remember her now. She's good. I, yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, what else we got? Uh, well, as many people online have been doing, uh, Stan Lee did the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. Um, he was He actually, he sort of did it, because... 
he was ready to do it. He was he was tensed up like everybody's always doing. Like, oh god, ice is about to hit me. And then the guy who's going to dump the bucket on him put a little bobblehead of Stan Lee onto the podium and started pouring the the water over it instead. <laughs> it was adorable. That's awesome. I'm gonna check that out. I, yeah. I'm glad they didn't. I I did the ice bucket <laughs> challenge this week. That old man might die. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I felt that I might die. I, I did. I did. I went to the extreme though, and I dumped six buckets in a row That's on my you're head. Dumb. I'm a bit of a, a sadist, a masochist, <laughs> masochist, I should say. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was awful, and I wouldn't want that old man to have to go through that. I love you. I know we love you, Stan. <laughs> Don't do it, Stan. Don't let people dump ice on Which, you. Which, uh, a little jumped forward to the episode a little bit. He was in this episode tonight. He had tonight. a cameo. He had, he had his cameo. I, I wonder if they'll do that per season of, because he's been in every Marvel movie thus far, yeah. correct? Yeah, Um. So, I wonder if they'll do that per season of a show, or if they'll do that just he was in S.H.I.E.L.D., so he's in, that's all they're going to do. Or I, I wonder how they'll treat that cameo thing. I don't know. I hope they do it frequently because he's. It'd be like, nice per every season. little every little time he's in something. I it's always really good. I wouldn't want to see it every episode, but like, no. <laughs> I would love to see it like once a season. Him show up again, so that that, that would be nice to look for. Yeah, it would be. Um, let's see other news. Uh, the dancing baby Groot that we all love Woo! and I saw. knew as soon as I saw that I tied it outside the theater. They've got to release a dancing baby Groot because. Back in the yep. 80s, they had those dancing flowers, you know, yeah, and I, think I it was, knew for sure they was were like going to do it. Late it. 80s, early 90s. But there was a guy online that um, that he had made a toy from that flower, like had cut off parts of it and like oh, put and on Groot parts. Groot? That's and great. it was like a dancing Groot and whatever. And like everybody's like, oh my God, I have to have one of those. And so now Funko is putting out a pop vinyl bobblehead of Dancing Baby Groot in a little flower pot. That's, it's the greatest I thing. I knew it as soon as, as soon as it is when it was on, I was like, oh, that's going to be a big Christmas thing. Oh, yeah, that's a toy. This year. That's going to be great. Um, also in bobbleheads, Howard the Duck is getting a bobblehead is he? from pop vinyl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's great. It looks so funny. Have they done all the other Marvel characters and they're just jumping on board with these? They've done a whole bunch of them. I was in Second and Charles and saw um, a Rocket Raccoon and a Gamora. Okay. And, like along with like Captain America and it's weird that they other crap. didn't already have a baby Groot ready to go. I know, right? Like, like you would think that doing... that would be a thing, like immediately. I guess I guess maybe they didn't want to spoil the the ending scene of of, of Guardians. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, piece of news that I had was the um, an Inhumans script has been officially. Uh, commissioned. Yes, they've discussed doing an Inhumans movie, and a lot of people are saying they're going to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, they've officially Vin began Diesel, work on a script. Vin Diesel hinted at it mm-hmm. when he was like, "I think Marvel may think that I'm inhuman," mm-hmm. and everybody's like, Ugh, "Black Bolt." Yeah, they're thinking he's going to be Black Bolt, which is another character that doesn't speak, which <laughs> is pretty. Funny. Well, when he does, it hurts everything. Yeah. So, you know, there's a good reason not to. I can to. see that being so good on screen. Like, right? Uh, it would be so good to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess really, like, we saw on the internet, we saw that Lucy Lawless now has her first, like, appearance um, in costume and everything for Agent Isabel Hartley, uh, which is her role in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool, cool. Um, and, you know, there there wasn't a whole lot to it. It was just, like... That's her in a wig. She looks yeah. different from the other times I've seen her. And um, I guess really the the last thing is that Guardians got number one again. 
Yes, it did. Yeah. That is so awesome. It beat out all the other garbage that was releasing. Yeah. I mean, just to... Just the fact that I, it stayed, it, it it dropped off less than you know uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did to stay above Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though it didn't beat it the first week, it beat it the second week. It's, it's out. been more steady. Yeah, um, yeah, it, and that's the thing. You make a good movie, it has a long tail. It hangs you out make for a, a while. You, 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 I've heard a lot of people talk about how the time in theaters has shrunk. Over these last like ten years, oh yeah, it used to be you'd put a movie in theaters, be in there like six months, <laughs> um, and then like in like, that last six or in that sixth month, it would be like there's one showing a day, and it's at like yeah, three p.m. But it'd be in there a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now movies go in and they're like three. If if you don't hit it big, those three weeks and it's out. Yep. Um, but Guardians. Uh, I mean, it's number it's fourth week and it's still number it's number one again. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna take it out. For a while, for another month at least, um, and I'm hoping I'm hoping they keep. I think I'm going to see it with my family tomorrow. I'm taking my entire family to see it. So that's like, like all be, of them. I know I know I've I've seen it twice, and I'm going to be dropping another like fifty dollars on it tomorrow. <laughs> so like, <laughs> that's crazy. You better be glad that I like you because I had an offer to go see it tonight at six fifty five p.m. But like me, I you was mean like, you like our listeners. Yeah, that's who I like. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I had an offer to go and see it again, and I was like, no, I gotta go record a podcast. Mm-hmm. I gotta do this thing for the cast. For the cast. For the, the cast. cast is for the Marvel. So, for the Marvel. You know, so I'm feeling so pretty support in a different way. Marvelous. <laughs> um, cool. Well, is is that about all the news we have? That's pretty much all the news. I mean, there are like, there's been uh, Evangeline Lilly showed a picture of her um, her hair her wasp-ish look. She's going to be playing Hope Van Dyne in Ant-Man, which is um, Janet Van Dyne and Hank Pym's daughter. Cool. Um, so she showed, like, her costume or whatever. Or not her Ant-Man costume, but, not like, a her hair. property I know anything about from the comics. And so, like, yeah. it's another that I don't care. I've heard a lot of people complaining that they're not doing Hank Pym as the original it's or, or a as little Ant-Man. weird. It's um, a little weird. I, I get that, but I'm I'm I mean I'm excited. I'm excited for what it means for possible Agent Carter crossovers or something like, or or even um, Daredevil Defenders crossovers. I I don't know what time period. I guess he would have been around in around the seventies. Uh, uh, Ant Man was in the sixties when the Avengers first because he was a founding member. He and Wasp were founding members. So. Okay. Oh, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne were um, were founding members of it in the 60s. I wonder if we're going to find out that there was Nine. was an Avengers-type group back then oh. that S.H.I.E.L.D. was working with. <laughs> kind of like a um, mystery... Oh, it's, oh, crap. What's it called? The Watchmen? The Watchmen, yeah. How there's been like different the groups of them? Yeah. yeah. It could be something like that. Um, I mean, there certainly have been, in, at least in the comics, but um, from what I understand, in Ant-Man, there's going to be a lot of people that we've seen in other Marvel films coming in. Like, he's... Obviously, um, Howard Stark is going to be in it, but he's going to be working with a lot of people within S.H.I.E.L.D. that have been around for a while. Interesting. And, um, I, I, surely, surely Peggy Carter's going to show up. You, you've... Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you're showing Howard Stark in, in the... Um, you know, in 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 that that time period, you've got to have Peggy Carter, and I uh, that'll be interesting, just because she would have played a '40s version of herself, a '60s version of herself, 
and, and, a, and a modern day, and version, a modern of day version of herself. <laughs> um, and and it's it's I did not know that was her in Cap Two. It I mm, it sounded like her. It did not look like her. But it was her. And but that's, it was her. And that that worried me. I was actually like, is this know, an old woman who can do voices really well? Because that doesn't happen. You know. You know what? You, I heard that was all CGI, and I may be wrong on that. But I I heard them talking about. I don't think I am because I heard uh, Evans talking about that scene, mm-hmm. um, which we won't go too much into spoilers of that because our spoiler cast for Cap Two is in two weeks. Um, yeah, but that's gonna uh, be a rough two yeah, weeks. From now. Yeah, I'm so excited to rewatch it. I so excited. Too. I mean, it's I don't know. Also, the day the Destiny comes out, though. Ooh, that's rough for you. I know. So, um, I guess we'll move on to the actual <laughs> to spoiler cast for talk about for things. Tracks in Tahiti, which um, let me let me just remind everyone. Uh, this week <gasps> we're watching. We're talking about tracks and Tahiti. Episodes Next week, thirteen and fourteen. We're wa- we're listening. We're watching episode sixteen. Just the one. Just the one. You get a, you get a break from all this double duty, <laughs> um, which we're almost we're almost caught up. We're so close to New Agents of Shield, and, and during this rewatch, let me just say, it's blowing my mind how I'm good it is. I'm getting real excited. Me too, and and, and in a way that. I expected to not enjoy these first few episodes as much, but since yeah. we cut out all the fat, like all those episodes, <laughs> these just just these key episodes are so good. Yeah, they are. They're so so good. This Tracks tells such a great story. Blew my mind. And what what's the and Tahiti blew my mind. What's the name of this? Uh, is it the end of the beginning? The next one. Uh, the next one we're doing uh, next week. End of the beginning. End of the beginning. Because yeah. there's two episodes this season. One's called The End of the Beginning, and one's called Beginning of the End. Yep. Um, I believe End of the Beginning is the episode 16, the first one. Um, and Beginning of the End is the last the one. The last episode. So, uh, everybody get on get on board with us. Uh, watch episodes 13 and 14. If you haven't yet, we're about to discuss them. And if you want to join us next week, watch episode 16... Which is turn, turn, turn. No, no, the beginning the of the end. beginning of the end. End of the beginning. End, end of, of the, the beginning. beginning. This is so confusing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> episode sixteen, everybody. Just, Just remember sixteen, whatever it's season, called. Season one, episode sixteen. It's the one right before Cap Two, which we'll be discussing the week after that. Then the next week, we've got two episodes: turn, 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 and beginning of the end. And we'll be done with this rewatch, and it'll be time for some new Shield. Oh yeah! I'm so excited about new Shield. Um, all right. Well, um, let's let's uh, let's uh, declare spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So you're saying spoiler alert? You have three, two, one, go. Sky gets shot. That's in the gut twice. That's true. I feel like that's not that bad of a spoiler. I feel oh, like man, a come on. blue alien would have been a better. Okay. Okay. There's a Cree. Maybe. In a tube! I still don't know if I buy if it's a Cree or not. It's a Cree. I, I kind of hope so. He's such a Cree. You saw his face. He's got that Cree face. <laughs> Cree just look like humans as far as I can tell. No, nah, dude. They got that look. They, you know, they got that look. They got that Cree look with those beady eyes. Um, well, <laughs> right at, at, at this point, I think we're actually spoiling way more than... <laughs> uh, we're talking about completely other MCU stuff, so let's uh, let's stick to the episode for now. <laughs> okay, um, I promise. So tracks, tracks, tracks a was a really great episode. There's a train on a track, and I think that's why they call it that. I think so too, but for some reason, it's an anger <laughs> 
for some. I've been trying to think of something to call it, <laughs> like to make it not an angronym anymore. <laughs> Just to be like trains ride adjacent to um, cotton. I got nothing, man. Like I can't do it. Um, team respects. <laughs> Angronyms. Angronyms. <laughs> Colson kills Sky. No, he doesn't. How dare you? <laughs> he does. If you listen to uh, what uh, what Mister, uh, whatever beady eyes says. Um, <laughs> Everybody's gonna have beady eyes now. That's uh, just what's his name? Ward. If you listen to Ward. Colson. Colson's responsible. No, Colson's not responsible. Team agrees. Colson killed Sky. That's what uh, tracks, and I didn't use the R at all, did I? <laughs> Not at all. Uh, okay. Uh, so Team there's... regretfully agrees that Colson kills Sky. There we go. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> go team. <laughs> God, um, we shouldn't have spent that long on that. Nope. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll edit it down. <laughs> it'll, it'll seem like we're really clever. <laughs> Clever editing makes for a clever podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I, first thing I want to talk about this episode is just the structure of tracks. Yeah, the structure was great. It, it reminded me of like... so many great sci-fi slash fantasy things that I've seen. Uh, just 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 playing with time in that way is so much fun. It for made me. me think of um, that movie Crash, where like there were a whole bunch of different points of view coming to the same, like to the one same uh, yeah. adjoining location and event. Yeah, and that that is awesome. I, I love that that aspect, but I really, I really enjoy um, things that are out of time, out of sequence. Yeah, I really enjoyed the show Lost because it was told so out of sequence. I watched like five episodes of Lost, and I just could not get into it. It bored me to tears. Mm. And like Gary, that we both know, yeah, um, he. Like he was the one that forced me to watch it. He was like, "Just watch like five episodes, and, and you'll be hooked." Them. And I watched five, and I was like, "Eh." Yeah, there's there's a couple things that happen in there that really blow my mind, and one of the biggest mind blowing moments ever for me was on was on Lost, like season four, I think it is. Just there's a moment in season four toward the end of the episode, last episode of the season, just destroys my brain because it completely <laughs> it, 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 it creates a new genre it really does it like it just just it's it's amazing okay to get to that moment was so worth it for me and this um, one only took like one season <laughs> not even yeah. that well this is just i like i like how it's sold out of order i really yeah. enjoy that um I really it just it's it's always fun. There's like a mystery, but it's only a mystery because they they add suspense and add mystery only because you don't know the point. You don't of view. know the point of view of the person you're. You, so you find yourself curious about why this happened, even though the characters you're seeing already know why it happened. So you could have, yep. if they told it differently, it could have been a boring episode. Yeah. But because of the way they told it, it, kept you interested, kept you intrigued. I thought that was really cleverly done. Um, so 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 the team's on a train. Trying yep. to track a package that Cybertech has sent to where they think um, they will find Ian Quinn. Ian Quinn, um, and they uh, they they're right. They're right. Um, the package the, the team, does go there. The team gets attacked before they can get there. Uh, they get whittled down. To like basically, they always do. Basically, just Sky makes it. Um, they 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 find that the the uh, 
they're using a dendrotoxin, which is similar to the to the night night guns. The night night, which gun. I found interesting, because uh, how are they getting the technology that um, our team developed? It's almost like they've got a psychic on their team. Yeah, almost like they have a psychic, like a clairvoyant. <laughs> um, <laughs> they 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 so they get they got a hold of technology that they've used, um, and they. Uh, they they go through and the only team member that that makes it to Ian Quinn is Sky, and Sky is shot. Sky gets shot Sky twice. Gets shot twice at close range in the stomach by Ian Quinn. In the abdomen. And we learn in the next episode that it was a uh, pretty bad shot. Oh yes, like no, it was I was, nasty. I was gonna say it was a, it was a plan. Oh yeah, uh, that Ian Quinn was told by the clairvoyant to do so. Yep. Um, and and he says, well, he says at the end of that episode, he says, "We all have orders." Yeah, um, and he he genuinely seems I don't know Ian Quinn man. That when, actor when he when, when he when he shoots Sky, um, and he has such a evil, just cold look just to cold him. Cold look on his face. Yeah, um, just like damn man, that's cold. And he he seems to be playing with her beforehand, but after he shoots her, he actually seems sort of repentant or sad about it. I don't I don't I don't know. That was really interestingly played. Like he seems genuinely sort of psychotic. Yeah. Um, um, but also we see Deathlock again. Yeah, well, we see Mike Peterson again becoming Deathlock. That's right. Um, they zoom in at the last second and you see Deathlock. Project Deathlock. Project Deathlock. Because the package was a new leg for him, which I don't know how they got that much just material to come out of that little piece that went onto <laughs> his leg. That's ridiculous. Alien science, man. Nah, man. Thinking. It's human ingenuity. <laughs> Alien yep. science is what brought back Coulson and Sky because they got to get that drug. But that's, that's second that's episode. Ne- that's next episode. So um, tracks like they they're on the train. It's told from what it, they're all four different perspectives. They're all together. They all have their 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 roles in the mission, their tasks, and then it splits off. You're following Coulson. Coulson goes to figure out what's up. He can't really figure out what's up. Grant Ward comes running in. What happened to Grant Ward? Why is he freaking out? Train disappears. What the hell? Back to Grant Ward. Let's follow Grant Ward for a little bit. Grant Ward gets in a fight. Apparently they've been made. He comes running out. Oh, that makes more sense. Let's follow them for a little bit. Train disappears. Let's, you know, they're like, well, we got to go get back to the plane. They get back to the plane. Dude, that's the Italian uh, cop shows up. May kills him. It's like, why did May kill this guy? He was mm-hmm. supposed to be helping. Which I really love that actor, by the way. Oh, yeah. The yeah. guy who played the Italian cop. I don't know what else I've seen him at. I couldn't place him. I know him. exactly what else you've seen him in. What's that? Boondock Saints. Where in Boondock Saints? He was Papa Joe Yacovetta. I'll have a cook. I love that actor. He was in uh, He was in 24. He played uh, Chloe's husband. Really, really good. Yeah. Never watched 24 either. I'm sorry. Oh, man. It's so good. Like, I really like Keith for Sutherland and all. I just... I don't know. I never had the opportunity to watch 24. Like, I never went out of my way to watch it, so mm. I never really got into it. I've seriously never seen any of the episodes at all. Really? Man. I should. They're, they're I keep telling out. myself that it's I should. Only, the only problem with that show is every season is 24 episodes. Like, it's really, <laughs> really long. Just a long series. It's it's hard to slog through when you've never seen any of it. Yeah. Um, when you, If you keep up with it week to week, it, it's very engaging and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Con- <sighs> I don't know. I marathoned on I think the first three seasons, and I loved it. 
But yeah. I, I could see how marathoning on like nine seasons of 24 <laughs> would be different. That's a little daunting. Yeah. It's kind of like Dexter. Yeah. I, I think there's only 13 episodes, though. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. Which is like almost half. There's just so <laughs> much more content to 24. so much. It's almost like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which has so much content soon. I, oh, my God. I, I, I'm so glad I got in on the ground floor and started watching the MCU when I did. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning, because started, if I started even now, I'm like, well, that sounds good. Can I catch up on ten movies? Oh, I don't know when I'd, I don't know when I would take the time to catch up. Um, but, I would I would honestly I would say that this the Marvel Cinematic Universe is worth watching like a movie a night for yeah a week and a half. We did that uh, when my girlfriend had had seen bits and pieces of the Cinematic Universe but never seen the whole thing. Yeah. Um. So last year we we watched every movie like a night a night per movie until we were completely caught up. When the Avengers came out. I watched every single movie leading up to the Avengers on the day of the Avengers coming out. Oh, gosh. And then we went and saw the Avengers that night. It was so awesome. It was the best oh day ever. Oh, my gosh. That best sounds, day of my life. <laughs> that sounds... I don't think I could... I don't think I'd want to do that. I think I, at some point I'd get fatigued. Like, as much as I love everyone... I'd enjoy every one of those movies I started at, like, 9 a.m. Even Hulk. Yeah, even The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I, I like Edward Norton as the Incredible Hulk. I like Edward Norton a lot. Yeah. But he made no choices in that movie that interested me. That's fair. Yeah. Just, just, it wasn't interesting. I, it was I, better I really than Eric Bana. Um, I, I, I thought it was about the same. I really did. It did, it did, so neither of those better. movies affected me at all. Um, but anyway. <laughs> I think the Hulk pretty much negatively affected everybody. Eric Bana was god awful. Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't really remember how, disliking that movie all that much, but I didn't love it for sure. Um, Hulk Poodles. It was just fine. Was just terrible. Hulk Poodles? You don't remember that? No. He fought like three dogs in a forest of redwoods, and they were all like hulked out like he was. One of them was a poodle, one of them was like a bulldog. Yeah. That's weird. It no, I don't was remember that so at all. weird. You should try to watch it again. <laughs> Notice how I said try. I can make it through. <laughs> Thank you. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Nick Nolte is not enough to make that movie good. <laughs> and Eric Bana is he's not one of those actors that can save a bad movie. Mm. Unfortunately. Like I like him. He was great in Troy. But that doesn't seem like it was that many years before the Incredible Hulk. What do you mean? The the Hulk it wasn't too many years before the Incredible Hulk. It wasn't. Was it? it wasn't like modern reboots, or what? It, it's not like some reboots have been where it's like you know we're doing this from thirty years ago. Yeah, it's it was. It was. A, I think that might be part of why. I really hate reboots. I really, I really just hate when they reboot things because I love continuity. Yeah. And so when they reboot things, it always just like, ah, why are you doing that? <laughs> uh, unless there's a really good reason. Like, like the Marvel universe has rebooted a few things, but yep, they've all been really. It's been the reason of bringing a universe together. Um, anyway, let's get back to let's get back to this rewatch. <laughs> we 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 got so off track on that. Where That's were a, we? Oh yeah, we that just, actor. That actor that I, you love. I like that actor a lot. Yeah, and then. May kills him. May kills him. And she's got this this horrible look on her face with all this blood all over her. And she's like, wheels up at five. And we're like, what happened to her? Why is she so angry? And then it follows her for a bit. We know now why she's angry. 
we catch up with the rest of the team and it's so cool how they just go back and they're like oh you guys are probably going to want to know why that this person looks this messed up yeah let's go and figure that out it's really fun really really fun the way they they just like weave the story together yep and then it was actually a really cool story because they get to Ian Quinn's house and Sky gets shot. Yeah. See, I think that's a very interesting ending, and the death lock thing's very interesting. I don't think the story would have been that interesting if, if it, it wasn't been told shot that like way. That? Yeah. Because it would have just been like, we're on our way here. We encounter uh, bad guys. <laughs> Things happen. We beat bad guys. We show up. <laughs> Rinse repeat. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just it, it would feel a lot. Uh, just wouldn't feel stale. Yeah, and, and it, instead it felt incredibly fresh. Yeah. Um, but and, and yeah, I, I loved it. But yeah, I think I, th- I don't think there's a whole lot to say about that episode unless there's like some little moments. Like um, I, I, I enjoyed that uh, Coulson found out or Ward found out that Coulson knew about May and Ward, which I don't know if we've really we, we discussed it last week. I believe that May and Ward were to, are not together, but they're sleeping together. They're banging. They're banging. Like people do, we discussed like last, do. Week, last week. <laughs> when I determined that I don't like Me. that, what? <laughs> you were very judgy when I was. I was just saying people do it, not that I do it. <laughs> you whore. I think that's what I said last week. Yeah, I think so. I yep. stand by it. <laughs> stand by it to this day. You're um, just a slut. Leave it to Marvel to make a train ride interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it was a train ride where people died, but... Like, yeah. You know... It was for sure an interesting thing. And it just wasn't so procedural, which is what I love about it. Yeah. I, I really hate procedural shows, and I, and I fear Marvel becoming that. Because the cre- whole Creature of the Week thing just does not... Yeah. D- does not do me well. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. And so far, they're doing a good job of keeping an overarching story with a few Creatures of the Week here and there. Um... But I'm hoping that they'll learn their audience, and I think their audience is more people like me that want to see an overarching story yeah. with, with creatures of the week that tie into that. Yeah, I think that's what they were trying to do, and like only mildly failed at it because every yeah. little creature of the week type thing, like the 084, kind of just the episode 084 that was the second one, just kind of introduced that 084s exist. Yeah, and then like um, I Spy. The well, it also one. introduced the idea of the slingshot. Yeah, which yeah. which was used which was used later, uh, and it, it introduced the idea of. But um, even the slingshot wasn't that big a deal. It was kind of a huge deal, I thought. Nah. Um, but that's that's kind of spoiling. Uh, if we go into that too much, so we'll, we'll I guess we'll save that for after, the secondary spoiler alert. Um. So I guess we'll talk about Tahiti. Yeah. Which Tahiti's is another pretty straightforward episode, really. Uh, there's probably more like character stuff to talk about than there is plot, because basically they're after a cure, they research the cure, they go and find the cure, they go and find the cure, <laughs> fight some guys along the way, fight some guys along the way. There's really not much happening, but it's but a lot of things happen with the characters. Yeah, the big thing is that Bill Paxton is introduced as uh-huh. John Garrett. Garrett, yeah, as as well as um, Trip. Agent Triplet. Yeah, Agent Triplet, who I really liked in this episode. I really liked him at first, like on first watch of the season. I think it was more that I was just kind of like getting irritated that the season was getting stale 
because you know all of that filler for in between the weeks and everything. Did this, did this episode kinda, still feel still to you the first time? No, first no, watch? it felt great because okay. it was relevant. Like things yeah. were relevant and and happening. Like I felt that I was only going to see Triplet one time in this one time, and I was like, he's such a bad actor. I just hate him. Why is he only going to be in this one time? And then like I watch it this time and. You know he he's really back, good, which, which is a little spoilery, but yeah, yeah. He's, he he will return as will Garrett um, in, in future episodes, and, <laughs> and it, this is an introduction of their characters, and I, and I just really liked I liked Triplet fighting Ward. Um, I, if they hadn't joined uh, joined, I probably would have thought these is just two minor characters that are gonna like be adversaries for the episode, like shield-on-shield violence kind of deal. But then they join forces and work together, and I really, really enjoy um, the introduction of Garrett and Trip. I really like the character of Garrett. Like, Bill Paxton does such a great job in everything that he does, and he brought this character just so much of its own character. Mm -hmm. Like... You know, he's got that like sadistic sense of humor from a guy that's been just this special operative for way too long out in the field, and like he's they're saying like, well, what if they don't let us in the door? And he's he holds up this like massive gun. He's like, I'll say pretty please. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you're gonna blow the door down, and you find that funny? Like, Sky is then. dying, and you're yeah. just you're you're goofing off about this. Like, come on, man. But that's just how he is, and I love that character. Yeah. This episode's really hard to talk about without talking about the revelations in the later seasons. So yeah. I'm excited to get past the second spoiler alert, because I want to talk about that stuff. <laughs> the super spoiler, so um, to speak. Yeah. But uh, but I but I, I really loved uh, I really loved the episode, and I love Coulson finding the source of the GH-235, which I feel like is a huge... Was it 325 or 235? 235. I don't know. gh Number number five. Yeah. GH something five. <laughs> GH high five. <laughs> Let's high five a Cree and get better from it. Is that what happened? Is that, is that what Tahiti was? It was yeah, a magical was, place where everybody just high fives all the time. High fives, yeah. Especially sure. Crees. Um, so there's an alien. Um, there's an alien in a tube that's producing these chemicals. It looks like the... It looks like the alien is attempting to regenerate itself, and they're just taking that chemical away from it. Huh? Is what I what I thought I saw as. Did he have no eyeballs? He either had no eyes or had very dark, closed eyes. Like his eyes were open. They were they open? And it looked like there were nothing there. Hmm. It was real. It was well, there real was a creepy. lot that wasn't there for him. Like his, oh yeah, like his, his legs, le- lower half. <laughs> Um, Pretty much everything past I'm, the intestines. It's a blue alien. I'm assuming those are legs. You yeah. don't know what he has. In there. I mean, Kree have legs. You don't know it's a Kree. I know it's a Kree. Especially at this point. He's Guardians got those of the galaxy beady, empty eyes. Get it? Because they're empty. Sockets. Yeah, they're actually empty. They're legitimately empty. Legitimately empty. <laughs> I don't know if you can How be... crazy would it be if that was actually Ronan? Like, Ronan got the shit blasted out of him in Guardians of the Galaxy and just kind of, like, showed up in the past. Yeah, like, the, the Infinity Stone somehow blasted him to Earth. Yeah, without his that could you know, parts of his body. Work, which would be awesome. Wouldn't it? <laughs> really would. That I would just be... I just spoiled the entire Marvel Universe for you. You're yeah, welcome. That would be that would be a rad, rad uh, way to go for them. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, let's see. Who else Who else in this, in this episode should, is there to talk about that... Um, we know that uh, 
Trip has a thing for um, <laughs> the biotech girl, and she kind of had seemed to have a little bit of a for flirtation Gemma. with with Gemma as well, which I which I kind of dug. I thought, well, I thought she was... was flirting back. You said she had a flirtation thing for Gemma. Oh, so like she was looking in a mirror, just like you yeah. sexy thing, you for sure. <laughs> I know I would. Yeah, I would too. She's I do. A cutie. Oh, like if you. Oh, oh if I were her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that one. That too. <laughs> that one as well. Um. So. Do you think it's the accent that makes her such a cutie? Um. I don't know. No. I think it's part of it. I mean that, that she's she's a cutie in general. Uh. I don't know. They all they're all cutie. They're on she TV. Just, they're yeah. all cute. <laughs> they're TV people. They have to be attractive. Yeah. Like they're, even they're, they're, they're attractive. on network TV too. Yeah. Uh, this is not like just really I'm attractive trying, people. I'm wondering about Ned the Netflix series because, um, like Orange is the New Black, they have some, just like ugly people. Ugly people, and I love it. <laughs> I love I love ugly people. It on makes TV. it seem like real life. It does, and I want, I'm wondering about the Netflix series because that's the thing. Um, and I was worried about that when when they brought Shield to network television. I was just like, everybody's just gonna be pretty. Everybody's gonna, and they were. They're all so super pretty. Like everyone's an <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch model. Um, I felt like Victoria Hand was less pretty because it looked like she had on way too much lipstick. Huh. She did. She did look a little more. I mean, she looked. I'm sure she's gorgeous too, but they seemed to like make her up to make her look less attractive because you were supposed to dislike her a little bit. <laughs> Um, and that's the thing. It's like, oh, this person we don't want. We don't want the we don't want the audience to like her too much. Make her make her a little less attractive. Make her over made up a little bit. Or something. It's so sad. Like the, the the that's that's like what network television thinks of us. That like, oh, we have to feel bad for uh, for Mike Peterson because you know his whole everything like his his story arc is like he goes into dark times and he's killing people now. and he's ugly now and too. now he's ugly <laughs> <laughs> he's he's all horribly deformed his eye can't really open <laughs> this is just all bad for him once so we like, get to the spoiler i have more to say on this once we get to the spoiler <laughs> section so is yeah it, really this is just a, a character driving episode like we know now that garrett is a thing triplet is here um, Colson would do anything for his team. We know that um, Agent May would like probably kill for Colson. Like she likes him a lot. Oh, the the, the look. Oh, one thing we should bring up: the look that May gives when she runs up to a to a to a sleep sleeping knocked out Colson, just to make sure that he's okay. Make sure he's okay. She got so the, much concern. The, on the sigh face. of relief that she gives is just so. There's so much love there, and I'm yeah. not saying like romantic love. Um, I could see it eventually, but like the just the the, the concern she has and the care she has for Coulson yeah. is so it's it's so touching. It really is. You're like, oh, she likes him. Oh, <laughs> she really cares about his his well being. Oh, she does have people feelings. <laughs> she does have people feelings. <laughs> well, because like she she even says like that's why I don't have any human emotion. Yeah, she does in that Robot. same episode. Yeah. and she obviously does, and I don't think she does for Ward. No, <laughs> she no. walks up to Ward and does like a fan in front of his face. I don't even think she checks his pulse. <laughs> she doesn't. She just she, like, she waves his finger. She waves her fingers in front of his face. Like eh, she's like he's well. not useful right now. <laughs> Um, You're useless. I'm taking Colson to somewhere safe. Yeah, exactly. She really, uh, it's it's an interesting uh, interesting comparison to how she treats the two of them. Yeah. Um, well, so. you know, that's how she feels about the males in her life, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I mean, just yeah, the, her her sex partners are obviously not too too worrisome for her. She's like, <laughs> right? well, whatever. I can get the D anywhere else, but I can only have one Colson. Yep, there's only one. There's only one Colson. There's only one C. <laughs> but there's a ton of D out there. <laughs> only one place I can get the C. Um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're you're so right. There's <laughs> Um so we got a okay. not not much really happens uh, with Sky through the episode until she's shot, <laughs> which is a big deal. <laughs> she she like she convulses a lot. Yeah, when and she's at, all like, "Oh God, we're losing her," because she's Tahiti like flailing a little bit. Yeah. She's asleep. She's sleeping most of this. Most of Tahiti. Yeah. Um, and I, I do find it. It's crazy they let her get in the field like they did. Yeah. Well, she kind of. Decided to do that. Colson yeah, wouldn't want they, us to let him get away, and yeah, but they could have. They yeah. could have uh, never had her on that train. You know, she really wasn't prepared for that sort of mission. I think. I think well, that. Uh, I mean, he. I think that there was Grant that Ward one line. Had a very where, good point. There, there was that one line that Colson gave that was just like it wasn't supposed to be a combat mission. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but they knew there was a security for security firm on the on the almost said bus, but on the uh, <laughs> on the train. So, it's a little. I can definitely see Grant Ward's Ward's point that he yeah. he really uh, he really was concerned for her. So yeah, there's there's really just more character um, progress than story progress because I mean they find a cure to fix Sky. Yeah, I and mean, there's a, there's a, that, that's and that's a huge them finding the cure and Coulson finding the source of the cure are huge. Yeah, and him points. knowing now that Sky is also injected with alien juice. Yeah, so they they've got alien juice coursing through their veins. <laughs> um, they, I really loved the two characters in the bunker. The two, yeah. the two, the, uh, the two guards, two guards. I really enjoyed what they their little back and forth, their little back and forth about. Oh nope, they didn't know the counter code. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are good. They, they hacked their way through the door. They might actually be worth something. You know, maybe we should help them. No, they didn't know the counter code or he, the the counter. He's like, it doesn't matter. We, we they didn't know the counter code, and he says, uh, "You want the left or the right?" And it's so just commonplace. I'm good with left. <laughs> like they just weren't expecting anything to come of this. Like it's four on two, and they're expecting to make it out, which made made them so much more threatening. Yeah. Instead of, like, looking mean, them looking like this was no big deal was so much more... Made that... And I remember when I first watched it, that commercial break was like, oh, they're going up against two badasses. <laughs> like, these guys are not worried this about an gonna, armed assault. This is going to be a big thing here. And, I mean, it kind of was, but... Eh. I mean, there there was that firefight, and yeah. you saw that Triplet was still kind of a badass, even though he's old. Triplet? Not Triplet. Grant Garrett. Garrett. God. I, I saw him in my head. <laughs> Triplet stayed on the bus. Triplet did stay on the bus, which I thought was interesting. We'll talk about that more in the spoilers. Well, he's had med training. Yeah. That's why he stayed. Yeah. Or that's what they say yeah. is why he stayed. No, I know. But we'll talk about that more in the spoiler section, which I think we need to get to. I, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's about time. Because, I mean, at the end of it, they, they show that Coulson saw that there was an alien in a tube that was juicing... Into some vials. Yeah, and he, I don't think he says that. He doesn't tell that to... Uh, 
no. to May. No, May's like, well, what did you see? Like, what made you want to scream at people not to inject her with it? And he's like, oh, just seeing where I came from, I just didn't want her to suffer. Suffer like I did, yeah. And, uh, you know, let's not put her through that, mm-hmm. I think. Well, for any of you who have uh, who have who are going to be leaving the cast now, because we're going to go into some spoiler territory for the entire MCU. Um, so, so if you don't want to hear, be spoiled on anything else, any of the movies or the rest of this season of the show, because we're going to talk about all the way through season uh, season one of Shield, including Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, you guys probably want to leave now, but uh, before you do, let me tell you, 573-CAST-MCU is where you can go to leave us a voicemail. Um, so please do. Please go to Facebook. Give us some feedback. Please go to iTunes. Leave us a review there. Um, or we're at uh, mcucast at gmail.com. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash mcucast. Um, but I'd really love to get some. I'd really love to get some calls. So five seven three cast MCU and we'll play see your what feedback. Other people think. Yeah, we want to hear what you what you think of the show, what you think of uh, Marvel, what you, what ideas you have. Um, if if you think we're crazy for your our outlook. thoughts on the MCU. <laughs> if you want to tell me about how wrong I am on some of my comic stipulations, because sometimes I don't want to say sometimes, like pretty frequently, I'm not always exact <laughs> on what I think that I know. Yeah. Well, we'll we, you know, and we'll 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 learn as we go. We'll learn as we go. But I you know, it's this this show's about the about the MCU anyway. Um, yeah. so we'll we'll we get what we can from the comics, but um you know, we, we I grew up loving comics and I'm I'm, I'm all for them, but I I'm not as interested as I am in these as I am in these movies and TV shows that are coming. So anyway, so this is a secondary spoiler. Super spoiler. Super, super spoiler. This is a spoiler that um, has all of the powers of the other spoilers combined. This is like all six Infinity Stone spoilers. Oh my god, this is Infinity Gauntlet spoilers? <laughs> like, on Adam Warlock or on Thanos? Kind of Infinity Gauntlet no spoilers. No idea what that means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, spoiler alert. Everybody, you got, uh, you got three, two, one... I don't have another one for this. Come on, man. What's your problem? Oh, uh, Garrett is the bad guy. He was the original Deathlock. <laughs> so let's discuss that. That's what really... The introduction makes... of the original Deathlock and the main overarching bad guy who also is the clairvoyant. Yep. Like, holy shit. Makes it so... so That makes this whole thing really, really interesting. Um, every decision Garrett made throughout this entire episode and Ward made, both episodes, I was constantly like, oh... Why, why would he do that? Why is he doing You're questioning that? him the whole time because you know now. Mm-hmm. And now that you know that they're the bad guys overall, like you can tell that all of these little decisions that are kind of weird that you thought like, oh, maybe they're just quirky people before. Now you're like, oh, God. Oh, when he, God. When he said, when he said about uh, Grant Ward... Oh, you'd be surprised what I can get this guy to do. <laughs> what I can convince this one to do. Yeah. Oh man, that's like oh yeah, like leave him in the wild for six months to fend was, for himself. That was a little kid, little too on the nose almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I lo- I loved that. I loved. Um, I think leaving Triplet on the on the bus was very intentional. Uh, I think that they didn't know what was going to go down inside that bunker. Garrett, it's he's the clairvoyant. It's the only room. He has all the shield information, but he has, knew nothing of what was in the guest house. Yep. And so I think he wanted someone who's actually Hydra with him. Yep. Um, so that Somebody things, who's going to follow him just in case shit goes crazy mm-hmm. with Coulson. If things went south with Coulson. Yep. 
the, the, somebody the, he can count on. Ward was gonna Ward was gonna have his back over yeah. over Triplet. What Triplet would have the, the the he would have gone to deeper depths than Triplet would have gone to. Yeah. Well, I mean, Triplet was just like I hate that guy. He lied to me. Like later in the season. Yeah. So I mean, right then he would have just been like, nah. You're the bad guy. Nah. We're going to discuss it when we get to this episode, but I still I still think that uh, there's a possibility that, and this is a theory, and this is just for all of you who've already seen the whole season with us, but uh, uh, I think there's a possibility that Gemma uh, is a, is Hydra. Really? Yeah. What? How? There's every other person gets confronted and has to make the choice. She, they're confronted. Gemma and Tripp are together. They're confronted, and uh, and Trip stops her from having to answer for it. Huh? Which is I'm not saying they will to go that route, but they left it open. You know, when a hand is going around making everyone make the choice, yeah, choose to follow Hydra before she actually gets to answer. Uh, Triplet answers, and then before she gets to answer, Triplet takes them all out. Didn't she hold a knife to his throat or something? Somebody held a knife to somebody's throat. I remember she was a part of that. I don't remember exactly. She flipped out at one point. I just I just remember thinking that all of all of her actions in that episode could have been hmm. uh could have been her hiding her true identity as a Hydra agent. Hmm. It would be crazy. It'd be real crazy if like season four we found out she's been a Hydra agent all along. Because they've really convinced us that she's not at this point. Yeah. Because she made it through the whole Hydra purge. <laughs> La purga. Mm. But, um, it, yeah, I, I, I love all of the stuff that Grant, Ward, and Garrett do in this episode, and I'm just, like, questioning them the entire time. Yeah. What, what, what what's your real motive here? And there's so much build-up. There's so much big, nice, sexy build-up. To the uh, to the Captain America movie, like the Winter Soldier, where like um, Phil is trying to call Nick Fury like a zillion times and never getting through. Like, where's Nick Fury right now? Oh, he's probably in hiding because he's getting assaulted. Yeah. So, like, that's a good point. That's a good point. This is well. I don't. I wonder how long, how far this is before the events of. Cap two. How many more weeks? Uh, like you know, uh, what? what well, we have the Yes Men episode, mm-hmm. uh, and then we go into then we then the next episode is uh, the end of the beginning. So there's really there's just like one. We we don't know how long how much time is going to pass, but but I, I would say I would say this is not after he's been attacked. No, no, it's not after that. But he's definitely been in hiding. Yeah, he's before that. He was off the grid before that. Yeah. I don't know because he's no, in that he, big shield vehicle at the beginning of the movie. He came into the um, he came into Triskelion. the movie being off the grid. As okay. far as I as far as I remember, yeah, I don't remember. I, I'm excited to rewatch it. Yeah, really, God, really I am too. It's so good. It. Yeah, have you, how many times did you see that? I only I think I saw it twice when it was in theaters. I only saw it once in theaters, and so it might have been. I want to say it was twice. Though. I kept meaning to go back, and that's the thing. That's why I think that Guardians is so much of a a better movie in a way because even though I love Cap Two, uh, Guardians 
I've seen it twice and I'm going again tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm Yeah, it's driven you to go back. Yeah. And and I think it's it's being where, so successful where because Cap was just like, I you know, I I, I wanna go back. I will keep going back as long as it's in theaters probably. Like yeah. until they finally put it out on video and then I can own it or <laughs> at least get it on Netflix or get it somewhere. What about um what about the dollar theater or the dollar fifty theater or whatever oh, man, it is? Whenever it hits that, I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna watch it three times a day. I probably will watch it a couple times. I'm gonna quit my job. <laughs> I have things to do. <laughs> like um, go watch Guardians. No more podcasts. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so there, there's gonna be a dark period for the podcast where we go dark. It's gonna be because We're going Guardians, off the grid. Guardians hit the dollar theater. <laughs> There's no time to record or edit a podcast. We're going to record while we're there. <laughs> it makes sense, and, uh, right? Now, now that we're in the spoiler zone, let's talk about uh, the possibility that it's a Cree. Um, apparently, Chloe Bennett confirmed it was a Cree. Yeah, she confirmed it was a Cree. It was an Which article I read like months ago. Because um, Sif in in the next episode, which mm-hmm. says that the Cree have not made it to Earth. None of those, none of the blue races have made it to Earth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the Asgardians don't know. Some something has happened where we've gotten a hold of a. Uh, they, of an alien. they say that the Kree haven't made it to Earth, but Captain Marvel or uh, Captain Marvel, Captain or he's he was in the Kree Navy or the Kree Army. He was um, yeah in the comics in the comics yeah, but I don't think that and also in other continuities like the. Earth's, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes yeah. where they introduced him he was just he was disguised as a human and he was kind of not necessarily infiltrating he was just gathering information on them seeing how worthy they were for joining the Kree Empire hmm. so they may think that they haven't made it to Earth but it may be just that somebody is on like Captain Marvel might be on Earth and be disguised, or that might have been him. Captain Marvel was a Cree. Yeah, not not Miss Marvel, but, but Captain Marvel. She named herself Miss Marvel based on him being Marvel. His name was Marvel. Okay. And he was he called himself Captain Marvel. He was from another planet. He was going to help us out. He was being the hero or whatever. She named herself Miss Marvel because she got her powers from him. It was kind of like a, a DNA infusion of of power. Binary, binary was her other name. She was Miss Marvel, War Warbird, and Binary. What did Binary mean? Was I that, don't know. She it, called herself Binary. I never read any of the things she where she called herself Binary. Powers of any kind? I don't think so. Because if so, Chloe Bennett is starting to look like she Sky might be her. Because <laughs> you, you said you said she had an infusion of a uh, like a DNA of, infusion of the power, which you know from Marvel. We've, we've already seen happen to uh, Sky. You just blew my fucking mind, right, Marker? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. If the, if that's the case, then that's very uh, interesting that she might have. She might have garnered some sort of powers, uh, even if she wasn't. Well, then Phil Coulson should have garnered some power as well. Well, unless she was, unless she had some sort of already dormant powers, yeah, uh, given to her by her parentage, which we will find out this season, hopefully. Yeah, with um, random Scottish names that I can't, Mc- <laughs> that I can't remember. Captain McDrippy Hands. <laughs> His name is Kyle. I think it's Kyle McLaughlin. Or Mick something. McMuffin. Kyle McMuffin. Kyle McMuffin. <laughs> Sky's dad. 
I like McDrippy hands better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just sounds so dirty. Oh, Kyle yeah. McDrippy hands. <laughs> it, it, well, when you say it in that whispery voice, of course it sounds dirty. Everything welcome, sounds dirty. Everything can sound dirty. <laughs> you want to know how? You want to know how everything... It, if you say it right, if you finish the words properly, it can sound dirty. Anyway. Um, so, we... We think that it's a Cree dude in there, and Sky's an 084, and we're not sure what the hell she is. So I feel like whatever part of powers Ms. Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel had, could be, uh, could be Sky's origins, could be related to Sky's origins. It could be. It could be. I don't know that I would like that. It ma- it would make sense because like in the in uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. In that animated series, when she got her power, it was because there was an explosion happening, and he, like, dove on her because he had grown attached to her. Like, he yeah. dove on her to protect her from it, and, like, put out this energy field around them to protect them both from the explosion. But she, like, hit her head, and some of the energy was infused with her, like, in her being. And since she hit her head, she was in the hospital for a while and then like at the end of the episode she wakes up and she's like floating you know a couple inches from the ceiling and she's like guys why is the ceiling so low <laughs> and then it ends and then you don't see her again for like a solid while like five or six episodes or something like that Interesting. like it's for a while so if Chloe, if, if Sky in this season wakes up in the first episode floating off for bed Smallville style <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll know. We'll know then. We'll know. We'll know. You know um, what I'm really interested to see is how well Agents of Shield does against the Flash. You mean how quality wise or just ratings wise, like how well yeah. it competes? It's going to be interesting because I feel almost like, I mean, the Flash is a big character. Yeah. For, for for DC, the Flash is as big a character as Iron Man is for Marvel. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, I mean, not, until recently. Yeah, not now. But until recently. Beforehand, yeah. Beforehand. But what I'm saying is Marvel has turned their B characters into mega hits. And now they've got their C... I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't even a D character. It's like uh, some of the... I guess you call them D characters, but they're not even like... It's people they made up for the movies. Yeah. Or, uh, well, made up for a made show. Made up for the movies. And, and, and they have like Victoria Hand and... Nick Fury and these these characters. Shield is just like an organization, you know, like it's, it's not a even, faceless organization. Yeah, that's the whole point. Is it's these like faceless suits in this organization, um, and I think that uh, it's interesting that they're trying to take that. They're directly competing. The fact that they are directly competing with Arrow yep. and um, and 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 Flash. Flash and and Gotham, which th- those three by all rights those should have Marvel licked. You know, like, yeah. like putting putting a, a Justice League member, two Justice League members up against in the same universe, even yeah, uh, up against a faceless organization within the Marvel universe. Yeah, who's like, whose chief characters really aren't even that powerful. Like Nick Fury is a big guy in in the Marvel universe, but he like he's a human. He's a human. He didn't really do much. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we've got a superhero show with no superheroes. Um, so far, <laughs> they're so, trying to fix that though, because they're they're trying to add more superhero bad guys, I, I and mean, that's why the problem. absorbing man comes in. Yeah, yeah, which we've got. Uh, that's that's in the news too. Uh, we didn't use, but uh, 
You absorbed Did it man. No, we didn't. Oh, man. It's, it's okay. It's unfortunate. It's okay. Um, I think that, uh, well, uh, I posted it's it on, sort of a spoiler. Yeah, eh, yeah, that's fine. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that big of a spoiler. Um, it's it's in the news, so it can't be really. Yeah. I like that the guy that's going to be doing it, um, can't remember his name for some reason, Crusher Creel, the, the actor playing him looks very much like what I expect him to look, or expected the Absorbing Man to look like. Cool. Because, um, well, it's mostly that he's bald and muscular. <laughs> he was a bald, muscular dude. Yeah. And, I mean, he looks like he would fit that type. And I'm, I'm really, I'm curious to see what happens with the Absorbing Man as far as, um, like what he does in the episode, like how he messes with with the shield agents, and like what all things he absorbs, and how it looks when he absorbs it. Because in the <laughs> comics, when he absorbs things, he takes on the look of it. Like he'll absorb the the structural integrity and the strength and the the staying power of like a brick building, and he'll cool. turn into like bricks. And he's been a he's been a large he's been a large enemy of like the Avengers, correct? Yeah, yeah. Because he can absorb their powers as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which um, kind of like the parasite in DC universe. Yeah. Yeah, which uh, I, I do I do find it interesting that they're sending them after it. And it being the premiere, I'm curious if we'll see an Avenger. Or Ooh. maybe not an Avenger it's him, themselves, but one of the characters from the movies. I mean, like, if Renner showed up or if... Uh, if if you know, even even I'd, I'd still love to see Kobe Smolders again. Yeah, uh, they're rebuilding Shield, uh, which is all going to be interesting. But I have a feeling like they can't send an Avenger after the Absorbing Man, or maybe they already have and have learned their lesson, and we're going to see that result. We need unpowered heroes to go in and say <laughs> we need Shield. <laughs> Thor tried to take this guy down. He absorbed the power of Mjolnir, and we're screwed. Yeah, and we can't send another superhero after him. <laughs> Someone else has to handle this. Shield, you're up. Like, that's that's what I'd love to see call out of this in, Absorbing Man episode. Ca- call in the cavalry? Yeah. Because ah, it's Belinda May? Indeed. Ah, you see what I... The it's caviar. Interconnectivity. <laughs> I haven't said it this episode. Nope, you haven't. Now I have. You have. You're, you're welcome. You're, you're, uh, you're... I've reached quota. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I'm excited to see. I'm really excited to see what happens with episode one. And I'm they in the in the season premiere uh, of of the show, uh, the series premiere. They had yep. um they had Kobe Smolders. Uh, Do they have any other? Um, we we saw footage from. Um, we saw footage from the other movies. The other movies. We saw Kobe Smolders, but we didn't. We didn't really see any other people from yeah. the movies. In the in the finale, though, we get Nick Fury. So I'm wondering if if they're gonna well, try to dovetail that seasons that way. We get Nick Fury a little twice, bit, yeah, like a little bit interspersed. Throughout. I think we just get him one other time. Uh, we get him that one time where he's yelling at Coulson. Like, I for, gave you this bus. I can take it away. Blew a hole in the side. That's the only other time we see him right. until the end of the season. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's, that's two Nick Fury. I'm, I'm I'm curious what they'll do this season. I mean, they had, they got Samuel Jackson and Kobe Smolders on there. I wonder who they can get this. They season. They also got uh, Sif in Yes True. Men. True. Which I mean, she's not a like a huge character in in like by any means, especially in the in the MCU. Yeah. But she's she's a pretty important character in Thor comics. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, she was an important character, much more important character in Thor 2 than she was yeah, in Thor Yeah, in one. the Dark World. She Even was in Thor 1, bigger. she made an impression on me. I'd never read the comics, but I was like, yeah. who's this Sif person? You know, like, <laughs> I'm interested in Sif. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <And> Sif-strested. 
No. There's nothing there. No. I thought there you, might be something you there. You tried way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was intrigued. I was symphistrid in whether or not this will work. And it didn't. Symphistrid. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, any other um, MCU big picture stuff you want to talk about before we shut her down for the night? Uh, you know, I think we pretty much covered most of it. Yeah. I'm excited, um, excited about everything coming. I think we're just mostly talking about how we're excited at this yeah, point. Yeah, at this point, I think we're we're just evolved we're into just... fanboying out, <laughs> uh, which is not a bad thing. I enjoy it, but we should probably stop talking about it on the internet. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, we hope you all enjoyed this enjoyed this episode. If you want to get in touch with us, go to five seven three. Call us at five seven three cast MCU. Write us at mcucast at gmail dot com. Or go to facebook.com slash mcucast to comment and like our Facebook page. Chat us up. We'll chat back. We're pretty yeah. social people. We we are indeed. We are indeed pretty attractive, too. Yeah, I mean, because we look in the mirror at ourselves. Yeah. I would, too, if I were Gemma Simmons. <laughs> Gemma Simmons is a weird name. It is. I, uh, and it's kind of weird that they just kind of like mash up two people together. Like Fitz they've lost. Me. Yeah. What's Fitz's first name? If you hadn't, have, if you hadn't asked me, Gemma and Leo. 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 Leo Fitz. Yep. By the way, we missed this episode, and uh, the episode where Fitz and Ward go together mm-hmm. to Russia. It's it's a Slavic nation somewhere. I really liked that episode. I really thought it was really good. It really fleshes out the Fitz character a lot. Yeah, it was good character um, building. Really good character building. Um, nothing really happens of import, but uh, yeah, it, like, well, we guess, figure out why May is called the Cavalry. Yeah, we also see we learn about um, Hand and her motivations and how she doesn't care that much about um, yeah other agents really. She's, and we see the return of Jasper Sitwell. Oh yeah. We do. Yeah. And Gemma shoots him. <laughs> yeah, she um, does. So good. So, so good. Uh, anyway, well, I think I think that's about all. I just wanted to mention that because I really liked... I liked that and I feel like we kind of missed out. Uh, this episode, Fitz was real cool in, in tracks. Yeah. And, and, and seeing... Uh, and we kind of missed getting to know Fitz as kind of a cool character. Yeah. Um, in this rewatch that we've done so far. So, um, anyway. All right, man. Well, uh, I guess I'm, I'm. that's all I got. Yeah, I'm about done. I'm done talking to you people. <laughs> I'm over. I'm over it. Well, uh, you guys, please uh, rate us on iTunes. Talk to us at all those places I mentioned. Um, Facebook.com slash MCUcast. MCUcast at gmail.com. Or 573CastMCU. Uh, all those places you can find us and tell us what you think of the show. And, uh, you know, ask us questions or... Tell us what you think of the show. You could also come up with your own angronym. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you tracks think? Tracks or Tahiti. When did we come up with tracks? Uh, the team regretfully accepts that Coulson kills Sky. <laughs> That's like the worst angronym ever. That makes good. me more angry at it. It's pretty good. Becomes an acronym when you when you. No, no, I'm still angry at it. <laughs> You're angry at acronyms once you figured them out. <laughs> I'm angry at acronyms when they're bad. We have opposite tight, opposite reasons for having acronyms. <laughs> you feel acronyms. soothed when you apply words <laughs> to an acronym. Oh, it just just scratch <laughs> just scratches that part of my brain, you know. <laughs> I get that itch just soothed right out. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. Well, we're gonna let you guys go back to your lives and stop listening to Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe podcast. Thanks for listening this week. We will be back next week and talk about episode sixteen, the be- end of the beginning. The end of the beginning. That's correct. All right, y'all have a good week. I'd really like to get Destiny 2. There's only one. What? Oh, Destiny 2. Oh. (laughs) T-O-O versus T-W-O. I get it. English is fun. You made an English joke. (laughs) I'm putting a marker down to delete your English joke. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Beep. Um, (laughs) Putting a marker down to bleep your (laughs) fuck. Putting another marker down to bleep my fuck. And another. Um, <laughs> I'm in a feedback loop. Someone help me. Data, send yourself a message. <laughs>